Hey, clones, what do we want when we are craving protein or we need more energy? Not bars or sugary snacks, not even energy drinks, no. You know what we want? Beef, pure and simple. So where's the beef? It's in a package of Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Old Trapper is not your old man's jerky. Shriveled, dry, tasteless. Old Trapper Beef Jerky is made from lean strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. It's tender, it's tasty, it's not tough. And why is it so good? Because Old Trapper is a 50-year-old family business known for their relentless commitment to quality. They take smoked beef extremely seriously. You can taste it in every single bite. Old Trapper is packed with protein. It comes in four amazing flavors to satisfy all your cravings. Look for it in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. If you do not see it, just ask for it by name because no other jerky compares Oh, Trapper, what's your beef? Southern California. This is the Jim Rome Show. Smack off 27 on CBS Sports Radio. Maybe my favorite song ever on my favorite day ever. And 27 years in, I still get chills. What's cracking? Welcome to the program. Welcome to Smack Off 27. It is here. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need certainty in the home buying process with a loan that fits your life, you know that Rocket can. Can I hear that, Alvin? Smack off 27. All right, let's get right at it. I am not wasting time today. In a few moments, I am going to go to the phones and we are going to unleash hell. Three hours from right now. Somebody is going to be five grand richer. If you can hear my voice, hear this. It is time for the Smack Off. Smack Off 27. The Smack Off is invitation only. It is for the very best of the best. If I have not invited you, do not call today. You are not welcome. But you can still participate. Get on Twitter. If you don't have a Twitter account, get one right now. And tweet like it's your job for the next three hours because it is your job for the next three hours. Tweet about the calls. Tweet about the ones you love. Tweet about the calls you hate. And make sure you hashtag everything smack off. Very, very simple today. Hashtag smack off. Put it in every single tweet that you thumb out. Hashtag smack off. Let me talk to you really quickly. About the participants. Let me talk to the participants. Call early. Do not wait. If you wait, there's a damn good chance you're not going to get on. If you're a golden ticket recipient, you better be dialing five minutes ago. 
even if you don't have a golden ticket, there is no guarantee you're going to get on the air. The final two hours of this thing go by really quickly. Do not try to game the system. Do not try to game the system. There is nothing you can do to get on the air. Saying you have a famous person on the call is not going to guarantee that you get on the air. Calling early is the only thing that gives you a good chance of getting on. Here are the only two rules. Number one, no storming the studio. If you storm the studio, you get DQ'd automatically. The second rule is I make the rules. Here is the other part of that. Callers get run. Callers do get run, even on smack-off day. It's part of the smack-off. It's what makes it great. I have warned you about this in the past. You can get run for a bad phone line. You can get run for bad content. You can get run for going too long. You can get run for being boring and more. Yes, you can get run for the smack off. You can get run for anything that I want to run you for. Previous champions have been run. I am not afraid to run anyone. And if you do get run, that's your fault, not mine. Also, I decide who wins. All decisions are final. How do I determine that winner? I can't tell you. I can only tell you this. I know it when I hear it. All right. Are we ready to do this thing? The rules are out of the way. The hype is over. Are you ready on social media? Are you set up? XR4TI crew, are you ready to do this thing? Smack off 27 in the words of the immortal Mills Lane. Let's get it on. All right, this guy, and you get credit for going first. He is looking to wire the field. If weird is good, then this guy is spectacular. In all my years of doing this, I can't remember a caller this far out there. Not going to lie. I love it. I'm here for it. That being said, strap the hell in because nobody knows what's going to happen. Not when this guy calls. There's only one way to find out. Making his third smack off appearance. Hailing from deep inside the Motor City. He is batting lead off. He is Jeff in Southfield. Jeff, what's going on? Thank you for the vine, Jim. Hey, Sean, I'm not calling you fat, bald, and pasty white. But according to your DNA test, Frosty the Snowman knocked up Sally Struthers. Hey, Sean, you're either the ghost of Jabba the Hutt or your Jabba's cousin, Vanilla the Hutt. Hey, Sean, you're the zombie of McDonald's Grimace. Sean, I never knew the Michelin Man had a twin brother. And Sean, your other twin brother is Don Zimmer's corpse. Hey, Sean, you're what happens when Gollum gets fat. No, no, Sean, you're what happens when Tina Yothers loses her hair. Hey, Aaron Rodgers, we're all going to fall asleep watching Jeopardy because your personality is stiffer than Alice Trebek. Aaron, Spock from Star Trek thinks you talk like a robot. Aaron, Stephen Hawking thinks you talk like a robot. Aaron, your personality is more flat than a Green Bay High School's globe. Hey, Green Bay, your globe should be shaped like Jeff in Richmond 
Round! Perfectly round! Hey, Jeff, you like to brag about owning Armani suits, but bro, putting lipstick on a pig doesn't make you look good. Jeff, you're so fat and sweaty, you ought to have your suits made by ShamWow. Jeff, if you won the Masters, they wouldn't give you a green jacket, they'd give you a green tent with armholes. Jeff, I used to think the earth was round until I thought about your feet walking on it. Now I'm positive it's been crushed flat. Hey, Jim, I've run out of jokes about Cal in Vegas being short, so I'm going to rip on Cal for moving back into his parents' house. It's true. From now on, Cal will be calling the show as Cal in Keebler Tree. Hey, Jim, I'm not saying Dan in Denver's beard is an overgrown, out-of-control, bug-infested, mold-covered, malodorous mess. I'm just saying Matt Patricia is what happens when Dan in Denver gets fat. Jim, I Ray Craig's apartment is such a dirty mess that his Roomba ran away. Just kidding, Jim. We all know Ira can't afford an apartment or a Roomba. Jim, Ira Craig is so poor, he uses novelty vampire teeth as Invisalign. Jim, if four-syllable words ever make their way to Buffalo, maybe Rick will finally hear the word rhinoplasty. Hey, Rick, I'm not making fun of your beak. I'm just saying when the Fruit Loops bird wants some Fruit Loops, he follows your nose. It always knows. Fresh flavors of fruit. Jim, Rick's nose is so enormous, he gets new photos from female elephants. Hey, Lef, I don't want to say your Ghostcast app is struggling, so I'll just say your app has less momentum than MySpace. Lef, I'm not saying your app sucks. I'm just saying I've seen better graphics on Coleco Quarterback. Lef, why do I have to shovel coal into a steam engine to log on to your app? Left, I shouldn't have to unroll parchment to use an app. Left, the abacus thinks you need an upgrade. And to wrap it up, Jim, here from the movie Pulp Fiction is Marcellus Wallace with a message for Brad and Corona. Step aside, bitch. Jeff in Southfield. I think he ran down everybody in the field or everybody who mattered. At least personal appearances are not show fodder. My man is so weird. My man is so weird, but you get credit for batting leadoff. Remember, what we decide is final. We're going to score this thing, and we're going to make the decision. But what I need from you is to slot accordingly. Be on Twitter. Did you like that call? Did you hate that call? Hashtag everything smack off. Or hashtag weird as hell. Jeff in Southfield, my man, I appreciate you getting us going. Let's keep going. The rare first segment for the Smack Off where we're going to get in two phone calls. This is by design. This is why I tightened up the open. Limited real estate. Let's get everybody in here. Next up, this guy has competed in two Smack Offs. He recently finished in eighth place back in 2019. He is representing the Mile High and Team RTN. The question is, will we remember the name Dan in Denver today? 
or are we just going to forget that he ever made that phone call? We're going to find out right now. Let's go to it. Dan in Denver. Dan, good luck. What's up? What's up, Jim? It's an honor to be here. After being left on hold all of last year, I appreciate the opportunity to make this call. Last year, I decided just to recite my call into a microphone, even though no one was listening. Now I know how Sean the Cabinetian feels every day from 6 to 10 Eastern. Jimmy, how about Jeff in Southfield leading off? Just like he does in all those crappy comedy clubs, he performs his crappy Mitch Hedberg impersonation at. You know when the lights are still on, the place is half full, and they haven't even started serving alcohol yet. Jeff, you can hate my beard, but I hate your voice. It sounds like he's using the dictation feature on his iPhone, Jim. The waiter, comma, said to Caleb, comma, sorry about the wait, period. Caleb, comma, said, comma, it's okay, comma, I've been heavy my whole life, period. But, Jimmy, how about the Olympics adding surfing, skateboarding, and rock climbing to the events? Where are they holding these games? The Tokyo State Student Union? I assume the skate park will feature a security guard yelling not to grind on concrete benches. Graffiti is a given, along with mandatory positive drug tests. Jimmy, I thought the Olympics were supposed to have ties to the ancient games. I don't remember Moses Bra hanging 10 in the Dead Sea or Zeus landing junk first after sliding on a rail. It's not really fair to let the Australians compete in surfing either. That's like letting the Irish compete in beer chugging or the Americans compete in laying around the house collecting stimulus checks. No offense to every clone ever. Jimmy, Jeff in Richmond is so fat when he drives the floor of his Mercedes, drags on the pavement and sparks. Jeff doesn't drive a C-class. He drives a double D-class. Worried he was having an affair when he was constantly sneaking out late at night. His rocket wife hired a P.I., Jimmy, her suspicions were confirmed when she found him with his fat hands on two buns. He was at Wendy's. Romy, I love how Mike and Indy claims he's won every smack-off he's ever been in. That's such a bad look. Jimmy, I hate when people claim credit for something they didn't accomplish themselves. No names mentioned, Travis Rogers. Jimmy, did you know that Mark in Hollywood's not the only actor in the jungle these days? Yeah, Jim, after posing half-nude in the event a couple years ago, with those abs and that shaved, oily chest, Brad decided to try his hand in the adult film industry. Yeah, unfortunately, the only role he was able to land was the husband away at work. Finally, Jim, I don't know if you know this, but Les actually did have Mike Forbes on the line for a cameo last year. But after listening to Mike and Indy's call, Caleb's call, and the first half of Les' call, Forbes just fell asleep. Luckily for Left, this wasn't the first time he was doing a performance with another person, and the other person fell asleep. So just like last time, Left had to finish himself. Anyways, Jimmy, I appreciate the time, and now that I've just set the entire smack-off field on fire, I'm going to crack open a swing lube and watch it burn. Dan in Denver made it on the air this time. All right, so we're out pretty quickly. We had Weird Jeff in Southfield, Dan in Denver's in, and again, you want to slot them accordingly. Who was better of those two? And what's your reaction to those two? Get up on social media. Hashtag everything smack off. It's very simple. Just hashtag smack off. Do you like what you hear? Do you hate what you hear? What do you expect to hear going forward? Who you got today? Smack off number 27. Let's take a short time out. Hit it up, though. Get on Twitter with it. Hashtag smack off. The reason for that, you want to be a part of the conversation. You want to communicate with each other. Do it.
We're into it. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like the world is throwing everything it has at you and to succeed. You need someone to guide you through. That's what Dell Technologies Advisors do. They have the tech advice to help you navigate whatever challenges you're up against and get you safely to where you want to be. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Smack Off, sponsored by Old Trapper. Not all beef jerky is the same. Old Trapper is better for you. Higher in essential protein than chips, sugar-filled energy bars, or candy. So ask for Old Trapper by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? How do I know how quickly? Smack Off is already trending number three in the United States on Twitter. Nice job, clones. So you want to make sure, again, if you're hitting this thing, hashtag it Smack Off. Very simple. Hashtag Smack Off. Hashtag smack off already trending number three in the entire country because people are talking about what they've heard back at it. He is the most recent recipient in the golden ticket class of 2021. He ripped his invitation earlier this week. He's making his debut. He's adding to the extremely strong representation from the great state of Wisconsin today. He is brand new to the main event, but he's got game. He's taking his first shot ever. Let's see what he's got. He is Jeremy in Green Bay. Jeremy, what's going on? Van Smack. Dude, I feel like someone injected Bob O'Reilly straight into my veins. Dan, I thought Jeff in Richmond was the dirtiest player in the game until I saw your photos. Hey, shout out to the Lorelei. What up, you alcoholics? And shout out to Caleb. Bro, you're one of the reasons I started calling the show. Because you turned Green Bay into a punching bag. Now I'm like Brett Favre out here slinging smack and bringing toughness back to Titletown. While Caleb is more like Big Mike McCarthy, who ate himself into a one-year absence where he had to reinvent himself. Last year, the poor kid got so hungry, he mistook the phone cord for black licorice and gnawed on it till it didn't work anymore. And Benny, what's up, you dirt dog? Are you so ashamed of the town you live in? You just give a general vicinity so Silk doesn't pinpoint your trailer park and knock it down? Jim, when I look around at this smack-off field, I see a lot of has-beens. I can't help but think about a washed-up Mike and Indy listening to my calls and thinking, damn it, I wish I still had game that good. That's why I'm here, Mike, to replace the Tony LaRussos of the jungle like you. I guess it's your last dance after all. Hey, Rick, way to go, man. In an industry that pays millions to Max Kellerman and Stephen A. to scream idiotic sports takes, you're just an idiot who screams horrible takes for free. You're Bill's mafia like their wings hot and their women ugly and are the only fans in the league more likely to have CTE than the players are because the women of Buffalo send you morons to the game hoping you get slammed so hard on your heads you don't come home. Jimmy, I don't want to do this to Cal in Vegas, but I absolutely want to do this to Cal in Vegas. Cal claims to be a ladies' man. Yeah, okay, dude. Do they call you John? Cal, you've been 86 from so many casinos. You're forced to bet with bookies now unless Rick or Mark in Hollywood comes to visit and you can put one of them on your shoulders and head to the sports book in a trench coat. 
Kel's been handing out checks all week for 5K, saying don't cash until Saturday. Yeah, those are going to bounce. Kel, I'm going to autograph this jersey and send it to you so you can pawn it for one last bet, you degenerate lowlife. Life comes at you fast, Kel. One minute you're thinking you made me famous, and the next minute I'm kicking your ass out of the smack off. 911, this is Mike Forbis. I'd like to report an assault on Cal in Vegas. What would you like us to do? Come out there and put him in a hole out in the desert? Yes. Jeremy in Green Bay. All right. He's done. He's in. Broke that seal. Let's keep moving. He is one half of Canada's representation today. This is his fifth straight smack off. Nobody knows better than this guy that today has to go well. I don't need to tell him that. He knows. There's been a lot of swings, a lot of misses, but he's still in the fight. He's still dangerous. I still respect the hell out of it. And him from British Columbia. He is Matt in Vancouver. We go there right now. Matt, what's going on? What up, Romy? You know my iron jaw won't quit. And I know I'm supposed to roll out here and start crushing you fatties for your disgusting neck and back fat yet again. Maybe say your gross American cankles have become an evolutionary trait to support your horribly unbalanced muffin top torsos. But honestly, Romy, for the first time in my life, I'm ashamed to be Team Canada. Seriously, bro, what have we become? Team USA has full arenas. Americans are living brave and free. Well, we got the Tampa Bay Raptors. And we got Montreal Canadiens advancing to their first Stanley Cup final since 1993. And they're going to be playing their home games in front of 700 fans. Absolutely and utterly pathetic. And if I'm keeping it real, Rome, France could probably roll up on Canada right now. That president just got bitch slapped on TV in front of everybody. The most France thing ever. And they could still take us out. It's clear to me, Rome, that the only Canadians with any semblance of a backbone are me, my immaculate jawline, and little kid sister in Shredmonton. Canada needs to atone, fully reinvent itself, so we're looking for the best. And no, I don't mean the Jim Rome reinvention project. I'm talking about the redemption playbook given to me by my guy Tubin. Although I don't understand how Tubin thought volunteering at a food bank would do anything other than victimize and terrorize the unfortunate souls who had to see the tubes manhandling their only available meal. I hear the tubes has given other seminars, Rome, like the one he gave to the NBA players regarding all the dangerous, excessive hand-on-hand contact that's infested the association ever since the banana boat generation insisted on dozens of unnecessary high-fives between every single damn free-throw and the all-around excessive grab-assing in the association. Speaking of unwanted ass-grabbing, Rome, it's a shame that Stevie Carbone likely simped his ass right out of this year's event, but at least the stuck-nut over-under odds on sexual misconduct allegations will go down slightly. And Rome, Dan and Denver came in here styling his eighth-place finish with the Joey Bat bat flip. Jesus, Dan, it's like hanging up a banner in your arena after losing a first-round playoff series 4-1 in the first round. Ben Simmons wearing a shooting sleeve thinks you need to settle the hell down. Dan, the only person impressed with your eighth-place finish is Mr. Eighth-Place, Mark in Boston. Mark managed to get freaking Bill Romanowski in his call last year. Literally zero people cared or reacted. That's like if I rolled Tom Brady out here live and he said, Let's go! Let's go, Tanks! And subsequently, the entirety of the jungle just completely ignored it. It's like Mark's level of suck was so heavy that it actually outweighed Romo's level of badassery. And that, Mark, is an impressive level of suck. And honestly, Rome, not to get too serious, but I'm worried about our current champ. Left has added another chin to his face with every 5K check you've scratched him. And honestly, man, I'm really worried that if you have to scratch him another 5K check, 
left stumpy ass. We're going to find him in a flop house for frumpy, chunky dudes and his face down in a bucket of extra crispy. We won't have his physique like he has now after his next check. He'll, he's just comparing bra sizes with silk and his disgusting man breast now. But after another 5K, the triple chin, triple champ is going to look like a bag of gravy and billabong shorts. Imagine what Leff will look like after five championships. Well, hell, actually, Rome, we don't need to imagine that at all, do we? Leff will look like Shawnee the Cavalin Asian. And Shawnee, after five rings, looks like he's been living off cold cut trays for 30 years. And insto facto now looks like a fat guy's thumb in an ill-fitting t-shirt he found in a Goodwill hamper. Not to mention my guy Shawnee looks like he'll be right there beside Rick and Buffalo, ready to get his post-smack-off massage from the tubes. Let's get it on. Peace. Matt in Vancouver. Let's keep moving. I'm not not reacting because I have no reaction. I'm not not reacting because I want to get as many as I possibly can in. All right. This guy ripped a golden ticket an entire year ago. He has held on to it the entire time. I can't tell you how much I respect that. Making his rookie debut, representing the Dairyland, the rack machine himself, Chris in southeastern Wisco. He is on line number four. What's going on, Chris? Jim, as the undisputed rookie of the year, I'm about to rumble through the jungle with my flamethrower. I heard yesterday's advice about cutting off the fat and making the calls all meat today. But F that, dude. I'm going oppo to get this thing lit. So that means cutting off the meat and going straight to the fat. Hey, Jeff from Richmond. <laughs> How could you possibly miss that Rome was posting his Peloton stats on the gram every single day just to motivate you to start exercising? Dude, your shadow could flatten a dump truck. I guess you're a lost cause. So we give up now! And then there's Caleb in Green Bay. He set a world record for most Uber Eats orders in a year. The big kid parlayed that into being their national spokesperson. He presently flies around the country taking selfies with his fans on his tour stops as he slams foot-long sub-sandals down his throat. Over in Sin City, we have none other than Callan Vegas, the gambling degenerate and pathological liar who continues to say he looks short in his infamous golf picture because, quote, the angle was bad? That picture could have been shot from any angle, Cal, and you still make that flagstick look like the Seattle Space Needle, you tiny bastard. I can't punch out before mentioning the BIC, Bradley. Although you've won the smack-off multiple times, it doesn't give you a free pass to be such a massive, selfish tool. Put a shirt on and cover up those tiny-ass chesticles. Hawk's too nice of a guy, so I'll say it for him. The Pidge is working super hard to build a sports apparel empire. The last thing he needs is some creepy, half-naked idiot from Corona rocking one of his Gulf Nation lids. It's a brutal look for the brand, you ass clown. I really knew it was smack-off season when I went to the grocery store yesterday. As I was checking out, the cashier asked me the standard question, paper, plastic, or BIC? That tells you how big of a bag this dude is nationally. As I walk out of the jungle gym, chucking my bat like Manny Machado after hitting yet another bomb, remember this. It's a dynasty, clones! Chris in Southeast Wisco. Well, one thing is certain already, a half hour in, you got the message about not making it all about junk, somebody else's junk, your junk. You've replaced junk talk with fat junk or fat talk. Fat. 
So far, everybody is going in on everybody else. The next sports angle will be the first sports angle. But so far, so good. Smack off 27. You notice the theme here. I'm not spending a lot of time reacting to what I'm hearing because I'm trying to get as many of you in today as possible. In the meantime, that does mean you don't react. You need to react. Hit social media. Hit Twitter hard. What do you like? What do you hate? How have you slotted the call so far? Already in the first half hour, Jeff in Southfield, Dan in Denver, Jeremy in Green Bay, Matt in Vancouver, Chris in Southeast Wisco. I'm not sure we've ever hit five calls in the first half hour. We are are up to trending number two in the United States. Get it to one, clones. Make it the single highest trending item in the country. Hashtag smack off. That's it. Hashtag smack off. Again, this is not just for selfish reasons. It's a way for you to communicate with each other. If you're on Twitter, anything you love, anything you hate, anything you go in on, just hashtag it smack off. One word. All right. When we come back, let's keep moving. Smack off number 27. Most important day of the year here in the jungle. I love that first half hour. Got some monsters coming up, but first, here is your bottom of the hour sports update. Here is Andrew Bogish. Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show, The Smack Off, on CBS Sports Radio. That's the thing, right? It is the smack off, number 27. Currently trending number two in the United States on Twitter. If you've got something to say about what you're hearing, make sure you hashtag it smack off. Really quickly, on Fridays, we have the ATP brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash pros. Submit your question. Listen later on in the program. I might answer yours. Probably not today. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices. Excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Let's keep moving. All right. In his very own words, and I quote, they don't call you the bad guy for nothing. End of quote. He is your 2012 and 2014 champion. Fighting out of Oregon, representing the great Pacific Northwest. He is the jungle bad guy. One of just six callers, if ever, with multiple straps. He is Chael Sonnen. Chael, welcome to the Smack Off. You know, let me... uh let me just apologize in advance, Jim, if I get a little choked up. But, uh, you know, let me just start by saying I truly deserve this. I'd like to state how appearing on Jim Rome's show has been the highlight of my career. And I'd be able to say that if Joe Rogan didn't exist. It's been an honor, but mostly a favor. You know, you might remember, but in 1938, panic ensued over the airwaves when the lead of War of the Worlds made millions of people on our planet think we were being attacked by extraterrestrials. This is one of the major landmarks in radio history. That's one more than this show achieved until Chael Sonnen appeared and turned this small-town radio show into what it is today. You know, I could simply play back the first time I ever called into the smack-off year after year and keep my crown. But one thing that I learned from one of my mentors, Lyle Alzado, is when you build, you give back. Every winner since my appearance was influenced by me and thanked me for inspiring them. You know, Jim, I'm a humble man, so your public gratitude was not requested, but I do appreciate it. 
and I appreciate you not turning this into the Chael Sonnen Memorial smack-off every year, as I would not allow it without a paycheck. Left in Laguna, Brad, from Corona, Mike in Indy. Amazing where people decide to live these days. And Chael Sonnen, these are the names that will go down as the best and to forever known to have stolen from the best to be many versions of me. You will one day follow my lead again into the Smack-Off Hall of Fame. To the callers filling up the lines requesting to hear Chael Sonnen speak, I thank you. To the other Smack-Off competitors who email me and thank me for letting the single-cell organisms have a chance to swim in the tank with the big shark, I thank you. To Jim Rome, whose look is as outdated as his takes, I thank you for giving me a chance to give back to my fans. Chael Sonnen. The biggest track record, the longest rap record, decorated and celebrated. I accept this induction into the Jim Rome Smack-Off Hall of Fame undefeated. This is not goodbye. It's just time to acknowledge the greatest of all time. Chael Sonnen inducting himself into a Hall of Fame that does not exist. Chael P. Sonnen, ladies and gentlemen, if you need him. Let's keep moving. Making his third appearance in the smack off. Attempting to hit the board for the first time. Hell, he's trying to do way more than that. He's looking to rip this entire thing. He's ripping to whip some beards off some faces. He, of course, is Cal in Vegas. Cal, good luck. What's going on? How's Trapper doing? I'm getting ready to hand out more smack than Trapper at a 90s tour stop. Trapper, five years ago, you said I was a flash in the pan, fly-by-night smack-off caller. And that take aged about as well as you did. All right, calm down, Trapper. I'm going easy on you. Rich Flores has one of those little lockets with your ashes in it. I'm sure that thing is bouncing up and down right now. Tramps like us, babe. Jim, I love Trapper. But I can't stand the rest of these smack-off guys. I hate every single one of them. I hope all these guys get COVID. And speaking of diseases, Vic in NoCal was talking trash the other day. Vic, next time I see you, I'm whipping your ass. And Vic's always bragging about the fact that he hangs out in those filthy brothels in Tijuana. And that is so nasty. Vic, you spend more time at the clinic than Michael Vic. Jim, you used to always say it's not a matter of if, but a matter of when. Caleb in Green Bay wins a smack-off? What the hell are you listening to? Led just some dumb, big, fat nerd. Jim, what you meant to say was it's not a matter of if, but a matter of when. Led gets hungry and crushes an entire box of donuts. Krispy Kreme, fat boy. Led's an ugly dude. Lev's so big and ugly, when he went to the state fair, a farmer tried to auction him off. Farmer was like, Lev, you look like a little piggy. Come on, squeal. Squeal. Yeah, I just posted a picture of young Lev. Lev was an ugly baby, too. He was so ugly, his mom refused to breastfeed him. Lev's going to try to capitalize on his fame when he shows up at that dumpy bar later. Lev. You live in the drunkest city in America, and you can't get laid. How dumb are you? 
just walk over to that drunk slob at the end of the bar and tell her you want to make like a polar bear. Mark in Hollywood's here, as usual. Mark's like a stain. Yeah, I call BS on that. Mark, the only large body parts you have is your big old greasy forehead. I mean, not to mention those choppers with those gums. I mean, you got gums for days, bro. You horse-toothed jackass. I'm definitely not looking forward to left's call. Bro, you need to get more reps in. I'm not sure if that was Lesson Laguna who RSVP'd or Stuttering John from the Howard Stern Show. I mean, Les always asking me to do my own show for the silly ghost cast company. Sure thing, Les. I'll do a weekly ghost show. I'll show up one joke telling money. Give me 5K for this call. We'll start out with that much. I'll consider it a signing bonus. Les always trying to impress, impress the girls that work for him. Les walks around the office. He thought it was so hilarious. Les told me he was trying to get Jim and Fall River to do a cameo. Who cares? The people watching and listening right now don't care about callers from 20 years ago. They want to hear Cal in Vegas. I'm every smack-off guy's favorite caller. That's because I'm the best to ever do this. Every dude wants to be me. Every chick wants to get with me. I'm better at this than the B-I-C-H. Brad always hitting me with short jokes. I mean, that comes from personal experience. Brad, you know what it's like to come up a few inches short, don't you? Brad. Was it your idea to make your boyfriend Reggie a caller on this show? Reggie tried to run smack on me and started hyperventilating. Then Reggie was so hot and bothered, it was because Brad was posing in front of him in his Team Canada underpants. I mean, Brad's always bragging about his water polo career. Imagine Brad walking around the pool in his Speedos before a match, towel snapping his teammates. I'm Brad in Corona. Check out my camel toe. I'm Brad and Corona. Watch me tread water for six hours. I'll take that water polo ball and spike it off your head, bitch. Cowan Vegas, man, he came right up against it. Like I said, there is no time clock or shot clock on this. Trim the fat. I mean, solid enough, but understand, trim the fat. Also, phone lines. We talked about this, right? He came this close to getting run because of the quality of the connection. It's got to be a clean line. No matter how good your smack is, it doesn't matter if we don't hear it. It has to be a clean line. Man, that guy just barely got through it. Had his moments, but barely got through it. Two things to keep in mind going forward. It's got to be a clean line and watch your time. Trim the fat. Quickly, appearing in his fourth smack-off. No top tenors, not yet, but he's looking to change that today. Whether he does or does not, I'm sure we're all about to get called fat. And by the way, we all deserve it. Let's take it up to Canada for some international representation. Tyler in Shredmonton, a.k.a. Tyler in Edmonton. Welcome back, dude. Good to have you on the show, Tyler. Romy, thanks for having me back, dude. I'm pumped. And you're right, everybody does deserve to be called fat, except for me and you, man. Anyway, dude, 
I can't believe how bad you're throwing this new kid Donovan to the wolves. Like, honestly, dude, worst of all, you got him in the back row getting his ear chewed off by Rit with all his useless old man stories. Uh, back in the day, we used to use licorice on the baseballs. And what is this that the other rambling old man Silk ran for office and only got 4% of the vote against a total meathead? Dude, who's still trying to emulate? Jeb Bush? Who is his campaign manager, Romy? I. Ray Craig? Honestly, dude, what is with clones year after year coming on your show looking to score free publicity? Silk, do you think this is a good trade-off for Rome because you're offering, quote, good content? Romy, I'm pretty sure Silk's entire business model for his campaign was a blank sheet of paper that read, call Rome twice per week, 1-800-636-8686. Listen up here, plugs. I have a better idea for Silk or any other entrepreneurs out there. How about you go check out Rome's new podcast, The Reinvention Project, and take notes. You pigs. Hey, you know, Romy, if we're going to be talking hogs, too, then i got to bring up the pride of San Ramon, California, one of the NHL's finest, Austin Matthews. Romy, this dude's got such a bad pig snout on him that anytime Jeff and Richmond sees him on the highlights, his stomach starts growling louder than Paul's dog. You hungry, Jeff? Jeff, want a treat? Good boy, Jeffrey. Hey, you know, Romy, I've been thinking that it's time for you to cash in on the celebrity boxing and turn the smack off into a little pay-per-view event, man. I mean, dude, the storylines you have are virtually endless. Besides, Ashkin and Paul did it, and we basically have the same thing with Brad and Les. On the one side, you have the unbearable problem child. He's got the maturity of a four-year-old. He's in decent shape, but he's got a tough time getting any real definition in his abs, unlike your boy over here. <laughs> and uh, on the other side, we got, uh, whoo, yeah, we got what's, uh, whatever's going on over there. And honestly, dude, I don't want to give too much credit to Brad, but dude, the fight will likely go the same way when Father Figure left Duck Waddles his way over to the middle, and boom, oh my God, left. You should have worked out once in the last six years. Dude, you're getting a little fat. Honestly, Rome, we could do this all night. I'll beat the wheels off freaking Buffalo so bad they'll need the jaws of life to put his nose back in place. Thanks for coming, Rick. Caleb will be doing his best Bo Burrows backstage ahead of his sumo match with Shawnee the Cabination. Hell, we can even throw Mike and Indy out there against Jeff and Selfield and watch Mike slap himself in the face for five minutes and still finish second. Romy, I don't need to be the main event on this card. I just need five rounds to give the people the ladies what they want and i promise you your rubber band will thank you that's a wrap romy thanks again yeah, boy tyler my man tyler your best effort to date that a boy welcome back welcome back tyler i like that pump me up i'm happy for the kid tyler in shredmonton showing up nice man that's tight way to get after it but that's a lot of phone calls now number one a lot of storylines, a lot of phone calls. I'm happy with that first hour. Are you? Do you like what you hear? Do you hate what you hear? Get on social media. Get to Twitter. Hashtag every single comment you have with Smack Off. This way you can all click on that link and you can all communicate with each other. Get your votes in. How do you have people slotted? Who's going to win this thing? Hour two is about to get nice. Really, really nice. Make sure you hit it. Hashtag Smack Off. You're in the jungle. I am Jim Rome. This is Smack Off 27, hour number two, straight ahead.